Hello and welcome back to the movies made us do it. Me and Matt are back. How are you, Matt? I am pretty good, sir. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah. Had a week off. It's been good. Nice. It's been lovely so far. Uh, nice and slow, which is what you want from a week off, you know? Yes. You always get those weeks when they fly by. This one's actually felt like a week off. It's like, oh. I think you need another week to recover from that. <laughs> yeah, probably. But, um, yeah. But yeah, so I've uh, seen a couple of movies. It's been uh, it's been good. Um, do you want to do you want to kick us off? Sure, let's uh, let's go with uh, Moonfall. I'm very excited to so... hear about your thoughts of Moonfall, which <laughs> looked like like I I, I was going to say like even it... by this director's standards, this looks really fucking stupid. Like even for him. Yeah, it looked like what it is—a Roland Emmerich movie. But it's like a—it's like the—it's uh, like the natural conclusion progression yeah. of a Roland Emmerich movie. You know, it's like this is always where we were going to end up. Mm-hmm. Like this is the natural end yep. to the Roland Emmerich formula. Yep. So the so, moon crashes into Earth. Pretty much. <laughs> Go for it, Matt. I'm really so, curious because I've are... not seen this, but I have seen the trailer, and I feel like feel like I've seen it. So but, the movie was up in uh, 2011, and you've got Halle Berry's uh, Jacinda Fowler and Patrick Wilson's Brian Harper and another astronaut. Uh, they are in space uh, repairing a, a satellite uh, when some thing comes from the moon and destroys the satellite and kills one of them. Uh, Patrick Wilson uh, gets... Uh, entangled in the space shuttle and gets pulled in um Halle Berry's character gets knocked out um so Patrick Wilson uh manages to land the shuttle with no sort of power as it were and all that sort of stuff and uh then he's he's basically um put on trial for incompetence and he's disgraced okay. uh, because, because no the thing that came in was like this, it's like a weird sort of snaky thing that's made up of nanobots basically You're right um only he saw it and they don't believe him so he's sure he's you then cut to 11 years later and um you're in then introduced to casey houseman played by uh john bradley who was um oh what was his name he was he was in game of thrones uh he was the big chap from from the from the north sam samwell mm-hmm. he was samwell tolly uh, he's this um, wannabe scientist who is breaking into this. Um, I think he's breaking into the observatory to use their computers to. Um, okay, it's like look a at... renegade scientist. Yeah, he's. Which is he's... another actually. That's a that's a common uh, Emmerich trope as well. Oh, dude, everything in There's this. There's always like a scientist guy or like the smartest guy in the room who's a bit of yeah. a rebel and no one listens to them even though they're clearly right. Oh god, yeah, no one listens to this guy at all. No one listened to it at all. Um, and yeah, everybody, it was like, oh God, it, it's divorced dads and lots, <laughs> and lots of children. And it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Um, sorry. Uh, <laughs> getting ahead of myself. Uh, so uh, Casey uh, was, is, looks at this um, computer pro- uh, program, these uh, coordinates for the moon, and sees that the moon is out of orbit. That is something I think would be immediately noticeable to everyone yes. on the fucking planet. But continue. So, um, so he he has this theory. He he his theory is that the moon is a 
Um, oh, what is it? How is it he puts it? I can't remember how he puts it. Oh, God, what is that? Basically, he... he, he a says, Nazi base. It's a megastructure. Oh, it's God, a, he actually is a Nazi base. <laughs> it's, a, it's a megastructure. Okay. So he, he believes that basically it's a Dyson sphere. Right. Um, which already makes you go, mm, not that size, it isn't. Uh, yeah, that that really doesn't really doesn't work, but go on. Uh, yeah, anyway, so... You're kind of making me want to watch it now, if I'm honest. <laughs> So he, meanwhile, um, Patrick Wilson's character is, uh, you know, he's divorced from his wife. He's washed up, yeah. um, and he's supposed to be giving this talk at this at the um, uh, the observatory to these kids. But the KC turns up first and starts lecturing these kids on how um, the moon is a megastructure and, and things. <laughs> He gets. He turns up and gets him chucked out. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, Halle Berry is now like second in command of NASA, basically. Right. Uh, she, I mean, it's, it's not NASA, but it's it's she she's second in command of this thing, and they and they get all these warnings. Oh, oh no, the the moon is out of out of, out of, out of whack. And it's it's you know it's coming down. And they and they got this um picture of this uh, thing coming out of one of the um craters on on, on one of the sort of the, the the, the 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 what they call this the rivers of Mars sort of thing it was got what not Mars well the, the you know the uh, they call it lakes of the moon sort of thing yeah yeah the the old frozen lakes and yeah, yeah. and um, she's like oh that was where my uh, this colleague said the thing came from you know when back when we were up so and you get all that fucking shit and genuinely Halle Berry. Oh god! Far too talented for this I've film. Said before, I think. I've never been the biggest Halle Berry fan, but I've always thought she was a pretty good actress. She's a good actress, yeah. And the last movie I saw her in that bruised, I thought she was brilliant. In yeah, that. yeah. Oh my god, she says the, the lines in here with a straight face, and I genuinely Fair play don't to know her. how she does it. Fair play to her. It it reminded of you. You've seen Notting Hill, right? Yeah. Do you remember that scene when? Um, they're on the roof, and uh, Hugh Grant is going over her lines for the movie that she's about to do. Yeah, and it's some sort of submarine movie, I think. Mm-hmm. And the lines are like, "Tell little Timmy, I, I'm I'm going to return, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, tell the general I need star cover or whatever yeah. the fuck it is, and all that sort of stuff." It just sounded the the, the dialogue just sounds like that. Oh boy! And it was like, oh. Oh come on, honey, you're better than this. <laughs> really and Patrick Wilson, bless him. Yeah, yeah. He's. He, again, I, mean, I think the same can be said for for most of Emmerich's movies. The actors are like, whoa, yeah. why are you in this? They are clearly doing their best with what they've been given, but you mm. just, oh, god. Any, you know. Long story short, the moon's coming down. Uh, you get. Gravity, which pulled. is instant death for everyone on the planet, really. Yeah, I mean that's just. I mean, well, look, we're I done. mean this, this, the science of this is clearly done by the same people who do Discovery and Picard these days, because it's <laughs> or the or the same people that did Twenty Twelve. Yes, it's complete and utter nonsense. It or is the so... day after tomorrow. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. I mean, he's got he's got I like, history with this. The day tomorrow, I enjoy it, and and again, maybe because it's the the, the visuals. Yeah, I mean, there are some great visuals in Day After Tomorrow. Um, so, you know, basically, uh, you get this this the usual sort of stuff of um, 
so his kid now, the, the main character's son is like, you know, he's a, 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 not exactly great. He's an, an older teen and he's just, right. been, he's just been arrested for like joyriding or something. And, and um, they sort of get him off because he agrees to go up into space again. And you get this sort of the journey across the, you know, the country from trying to find safety with, with the, with the kids uh-huh. and his family and Halle Berry's family, uh, Halle, Berry's, uh, Halle Berry's kids, like, you know, trying to get to this, the safety. So you get that and you get Michael Pina being the stepdad and, um, <laughs> you, you get this, this awful, like, um, these like buck tooth yokel types stealing their, their car and at some point and then coming back later on and you get, keep getting little bit, you know, little interactions with them, which is yeah, just terrible. And they go up into space again, and you know, and they got. You can tell that a lot of the money came from China because one of the actresses is clearly shoehorned in because she was she's Chinese, and right. you know the, the the they keep the fact that they keep saying, "Oh, this this fuel for the rockets coming from our friends in China is like." Right. They, <laughs> yeah. they keep yeah. mentioning their friends in China. And you think, "Yep, yeah, okay, fine, fair enough, our friends in China." <laughs> and China I'm has saying, saved many a film in films, oh, God, so yeah. I could understand why. Um, so I will say that some of the visuals are really good. Some of the sort of the, the bizarre um, moon uh, close to the earth gravity pulls of like sure. you know, things going up in the air and flooding and all that sort of stuff. Some of that, that stuff is really, really good. Some of the actual, um, you can tell that even just like them walking into buildings and stuff was green screening, which that stuff is terrible. You just think, right. That doesn't even look remotely. It's just like so badly keyed. That, like, but, they, yeah. but the actual visuals themselves are pretty good. They're, they're pretty, they're pretty well done. Some, you know, the, the, the alieny type stuff and the, 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 the moon stuff is, 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 is nice, but Oh my God, it is the dumbest fucking movie you watch. It is quite, clearly the worst Roland Emmerich movie ever. <laughs> which is and uh I, in, in itself quite a statement um yeah. you know that's least, that's pretty my, uh my brother-in-law said oh I just watched this you should watch it and I thought oh I wasn't going to but if he says it's funny and he enjoyed it then I'll watch it and was it funny and did you enjoy it unintentionally it's well better. no yeah I, I don't think it's ever intentional with Roland Emmerich no, but you know it's got it's literally like you could have it's it's basically like they just he got the script for sort of Independence Day and... Well, I was going to say that. Uh, Someone should make a supercut of all of these films yeah. where all the characters are in it and just mm-hmm. all the disasters are happening at the same time. Yeah, he he's he's just sort of scrubbed... Changed the names. And changed the names and moved them into the, the next... And, and replaced Alien Spaceship with the moon. Yes. Yeah. It's... Oh, it's just, just terrible. Because it's wasn't so- uh, that, that terrible fucking... Uh, <laughs> independence day sequel resurgence mm. that had the same plot the the spade the mothership was so big that it was yeah. gravity pulling everything up from the earth yeah it's exactly the same plot except this time they put the moon there instead mm-hmm. yeah yeah but, i mean we don't need to discuss how disastrous the moon even changing orbit let alone well, there's, there's coming one... down to the planet there's one funny bit where well a couple of times they're using satellite phones, right? They, to, to... <laughs> okay. And you think, well, if the moon is 
in the Earth's orbit, all of those satellites are dead. There's no way any of those. Yeah, I think I think you've got you've got issues. Um, There's just no way. I mean, and I, I guess you know more fall up for me for trying to make sense of it because I mean, even I, I'm not. The I mean, I remember my in the world, but I know enough to. No, know. but like I, I remember it's... my my rage during the uh, was it Peter Capaldi's Doctor when the moon is like an alien oh, and it just God, fucks I, I off at the end of this, the the episode and is like everyone's that. fine. It's like what this <laughs> okay. made me think of that episode. To, to, but this is kill, worse. This is the... even worse. Oh, but it's not though, is it? Because the 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 thing about Kill the Moon is the alien disappears and leaves another egg in its place. It's like, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? What? Oh no! Perfect. I, that, Perfect yeah, that writing. Is definitely one of the worst fucking episodes of Doctor Who. <laughs> it's terrible, but it, it made me think of this when this, you were explaining. Oh, this, this definitely made me think of. of I that. was getting Kill the Moon and Independence Day. That's yeah. that's what I was getting. Oh yeah, they they've you know they got the whole sort of they. I mean, when they get up there, they they whatever it is that's there is it's obviously you know the it's it's affecting the moon's orbit and all that sort of stuff. So they've got to use this. They take up this fucking like EMP device to take out whatever it is. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. Does it really matter if I spoil this? It's, I don't know. I, I I feel like I've seen it from the trailer, so I don't well, know. Although I must admit, I didn't know it was going to be a Dyson tiny dyson sphere yeah basically i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna spoil this if you don't want it spoiled i don't feel like it matters no I, I, I feel like even if you know it might just make you want to watch it even more because the more i hear about this the more i want to watch it it just sounds so bad that, this'll like... be, this'll this is this'll get you the moon was created by our ancestors so oh it was it was is this a, a an it's the Anunnaki, um, you know, ancient aliens. Thing. Kind of. It, it's basically uh, so the the human race uh, had got to the point where they were. Oh like, God! It's going to be like oh the, the it was the Atlanteans that the, the no, from Atlantis no, no, no. and they made no 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 it's okay. no, from they were in a different galaxy basically or a different oh okay and they were peaceful and they they were, had no wars and they were all you know. Yeah, everything was sorted. There was no war or famine or anything like that, and they were they spread out. They spread out across the universe, and then the and then here you go. Their AI turned against. Them. Oh no, that treacherous so, AI! Yeah, so their treacherous AI turned against them oh, and, and turned uh, into serpent things. Basically, I guess. yeah, nano serpents, basically, um, and uh, wiped them out uh where you know they then they were they were planning on making they decided to make these these dyson spheres sort of things to to help them you know and they were supposed to hide them throughout the, the universe and things but they only managed to make one. Oh, um, okay i thought, I thought they, for one moment you were suggesting that every moon is a dyson sphere. no i think they said i think they said uh there was only, they only managed to make this one okay and all the others were destroyed by this thingy but the the thing the the first the, there's a but you know Good passive AIs helped them, and, and that's what controls. This is the plot to Independence Day Resurgence. I know. This is literally the plot to Independence Day Two, which is previous to this, the worst Roland Emmerich movie I've ever seen. <laughs> this is literally the same bloody story because there's the good aliens in that. <laughs> yep. My God. Yeah, it's so. I don't know. There's even a bit where they, they so they've got this. They've got this like little. 
sort of shuttle thing, which has got a, la- a, a, la- a rover at the back of it, which is what they're, they're, they fly to the actual moon in and it takes them in and all that sort of stuff. Okay. And there's a the Patrick Wilson talking to the AI, which which in a scene that was vaguely like um, the abyss, you know, when he goes into the... Okay. And, there, you know, he sees the pictures yeah. of and things. This one is like he's talking to a, a, a construct of his son sort of thing. And... They're in this all hangar, and there so are now it sounds like massive... the world's end. <laughs> yeah, there are these massive ships in this hangar. They've got all these ships everywhere, right? And the AI, for some reason, repairs his little shuttle thing, and they go off in that to do the deed, as it okay. were. It's like, but they've got all these ships. Why don't they just? Why don't they just give him one of those? I don't get. I don't understand. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh god, it's so bad. It is so utterly. I mean, the 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 guy playing his son is awful. Um, the 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 kid, the small kid playing um, Halle Berry's kid. Now, we've said recently how child actors have got better. Not yeah. This, oh, not all. Not this them. one. It's <laughs> fucking terrible. Some of them. The, the, yeah, they're. Ter- I mean, and I don't know whether how much the Chinese actress was sort of shoehorned in or uh, they, she doesn't really do an awful lot that it's just a terrible, terrible, terrible movie. I mean, if you want to watch a disaster movie, which has got good, relatively good visuals, then fine. There are other films with good visuals though. Yeah. You literally have to shut your brain off though, because it's so dumb. Uh, It's, it Definitely. kind of sounds worth watching because it's so dumb, if I'm honest. I think, I think like, that's it. I think it, it, it's... Do you think he's, like, self-aware now? Do you think Roland Emmerich's just like, I know? I actually don't know. You know, like... Because he made a few other movies that weren't disaster movies. He, he, he'd done some really odd choices, like... um, Oh, what is that bloody one he did about Shakespeare? I have no idea. Anomalous. He did Anomalous, didn't he? Oh yeah, that was him, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I think there was a couple of other ones that that, mm. he, that were like, well, these maybe he's over the disaster movie thing, and then he did. <laughs> he's like, no, I need to make some more money. Stonewall. He did Stonewall. Mm-hmm. Oh god, he did White House Down. Um, <laughs> was that and, Emmerich? Yeah. Wow, that's quite low key for Roland Emmerich, you know, which is not something you can say for most directors saying that doing White House Down would be low-key, but for him, you know, it's normally like global scale. So. To be fair, we, we, we should probably never forgive him for Godzilla. Well, no. <laughs> Naturally. Uh, although, you know, I, if, I have... If I nothing have... else, it gave us that fun scene in the... Uh, the where Godzilla... Yeah. The shit out of... I, I do think, Godzilla. like, that movie is okay if it's not called Godzilla. Yeah. It's kind of like... Uh, in, in fact, it's if anything, it's more like... Um, is it The Beast from 20,000 Fathoms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost a better remake of that, if anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's not a good movie at all. Uh, and it's a terrible Godzilla movie. But as its I mean, own it's thing, really it's all right. It's got fucking, like... Um, is it Jean Reno in it? And, and, yeah. It's and, got some and, good actors in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, well, that's what he does, though, isn't it? He gets really good actors yeah, and actresses to, actors. to, to fill his garbage movies. Yeah, it's... I mean... I mean, he peaked with Independence Day. Let's be honest. I will, I, I will say it's two hours, which... Jesus! ...is mercifully short. Is it? 
I was I was going to be well no for him it is but I was thinking yeah. like hour and a half max for this you know oh oh god it's way too long yeah 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 there, there was there, there it needs it's, it still needed to be cut down but yeah. it's still fucking shorter than I'm, I'm a sure. lot of his stuff a yeah lot. yeah I mean oh tomorrow was only two hours it just felt like it went on forever it just <laughs> maybe yeah uh twenty twelve two two hours thirty. Independence Day. I I want to say Independence Day is about one thirty. Two twenty five. Jesus, see now that's a pacey movie though. So yeah, I I've always said I think that the pacing of Independence Day is very good. It's a yeah. very well paced film. So I can imagine. Well, Resurgence is only two hours. So okay, I was <laughs> I, I was wrong about that. I guess they just feel longer. It's two hours of complete garbage though. Yeah, and this is kind of the same sort of thing. It's it is yeah. really. I guess you know what you're getting with this, though, you know? That's exactly it. I think. I mean, the film is called Moonfall. Yeah. As long as you go in knowing exactly what you're getting, the fact that this is a terrible, terrible movie already, then fine. Yeah. yeah, But I I can't say I recommend it. No, that's that's fair enough. I mean, I I am kind of tempted, maybe if I have a couple of beers and and fancy just watching some absolute trash. Um, like because I, I definitely yeah. have a place for you know in, in my heart for for schlocky yeah it's, it's, crap. It's, it's, and then this ticks those boxes for yeah, sure exactly. so uh, a couple of points and, the, and, a, and a couple of friends round to take the piss out of it perfect mm. I mean that's the way I watched all the Twilight movies yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> so you know there there's a place for that oh well I I may well give that a go anyway um time to talk about a film you talked about last week. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, because thankfully, mercifully, uh, the cinema won one last week. The North Moon was out for. I believe it goes to streaming this Friday. Does it really? Uh, allegedly, yes. Um, yeah. My my friend really wanted to see it in the cinema, missed it. And she said yeah. today, she was like, oh, it looks like it's on streaming on Friday. Um, so we managed to get a screening of the, of the Northman last Saturday. I, th- I think it's a movie that needed needs to be seen. In I am so thankful I saw it in the cinema. Yeah. Uh, because I I do think, um, I and I I kind of I to this day I regret not seeing the lighthouse in the cinema. Yep. Um, and and I didn't want that again. So when mm-hmm. my friend messaged and was like, "Hey, if there's still a screening next weekend, do you want to go see the Northman?" I was like, "Absolutely!" Like, absolutely, I do. Um, so yeah, went to see the Northman. You've already reviewed it. Um, it's been a couple of weeks now, though, so I feel like we can, you know, probably discuss things a little more. Although we don't need to go into too much. It's quite a straightforward story. Uh, yeah. It's based on the legend of Amleth, which is uh, Shakespeare's inspiration for Hamlet. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, it's it's Robert Eggers directing. Yeah. Um, I will start off by saying I 100% agree with uh, your opinion on this it's it's the weakest of the three out of the witch and yeah. the lighthouse and this but it's still a fantastic <laughs> movie yeah um i mean that's i mean saying saying it's the saying it's the worst of those three is not like a bad thing you're, yeah. you're still in you know you're still above moonfall it's still, a... <laughs> it's still above most movies to be <laughs> yeah no, i'm joking um yeah so um I, I'm assuming most people know what this is about. We, you know, Matt did a review last week, but it's Sorry. it's set in um, 895 uh, initially, 
um and the uh the 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 king war raven um he basically returns home to his wife and son um and uh so he's prince amleth in, in the start as a child is due to become king one day and it's kind of revealed that, that war raven's injured and he's been injured pretty bad and he's like that should have killed me like he yeah. needs to grow up now he needs to become a man and he needs to become ready to take my place like we can't wait any longer um so they they participate in a spiritual ceremony with a terrifying william defoe who is amazing in the five yeah. minutes he's in this movie he he's- is awesome yeah exactly he's he, he's literally in it for for about five minutes and, well, and, and if you count his head he's in it for yes. a little bit longer well i mean uh, I, I mean he's doing the voiceover so yeah I'm... he is oh dude he was so good so good yeah. um so yeah but uh they they have this this spiritual ceremony and what i like about it as well is, is he's he's not only is he the shaman he's also a, a fool yes yeah 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 he's, he's he, both, he yeah. points he points out when um when they yeah. return there in the hall yeah, he, he points out that um, Fjolnir and the Queen have got something going on. Yeah, yeah, he points out, and Fjolnir is like furious immediately. Um, so Fjolnir is his brother, is the king's brother. Yeah, the obviously traitorous brother from the very moment he turns up in <laughs> yeah. the movie. Um, but basically, they they have this uh, this spiritual ceremony where he sort of becomes a man. Um, but they they go to leave the next morning. The king is ambushed uh, by Fjolnir. And uh, basically, his men uh, turn on him. They overrun the the village, um, and his mother's taken hostage, or or taken, you know, taken by Fjolnir, yeah. uh, leaving uh, leading Amleth to escape, uh, swearing that he will uh, avenge his father and rescue or save his mother. Yeah, uh, and I won't go into too much more spoiler wise after that point because that's kind of your introduction to the movie the setup for I the mean, movie i will say the 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 sort of you know the twist you can see coming a mile off uh the, the twist you can see coming a mile off uh one of the things i really like about this movie uh well a lot of things i like about this movie but one of the things about this point that i like about this movie is that uh everyone's horrible like everyone is thoroughly horrible pretty much one or two characters you're like okay maybe they're all right but for the most part you know including amleth that they're none of them are particularly good people they're they're all i mean when you go back to amleth he's a berserker so yeah yeah he has done some stuff um he's not a good guy uh and and you know actions throughout the film by by pretty much everyone in the film none of them are particularly nice people um I thought this, but I think that's a, it's a it's a brutal thing, and it's all about. No, no, no. that's why I like about it. it, it yes, lives, isn't it? It's, absolutely. You know. Um, you know, no one's no one's particularly. You know, there's there's no sort of, you know, white knight in this story. No. No, no, no. Um, and and you kind of know that it's not going to go the way Amleth plans it to. I mean, I suppose um, the nicest person is probably um, uh, Olga. And, Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah, yeah, Olga is. I think is the is. The, is she's the, like the one that's like innocent and kind of okay. Yeah, pretty much. Like you know, she's just trying to stay alive, really. Um, which is fair. Um, so I loved the visuals of this film, as you would expect from Robert Eggers. Stunning mm-hmm. visuals. Uh, yeah, the the, the, the climax the... is so beautiful. Uh, yeah. I just oh, so good. Um. It definitely delves into horror territory. There is some visuals that are really messed up. 
um and uh and and great you know i wasn't sure whether i was expecting that going in because i was like well it's not like a, a horror movie it's it's something else it kind of is a horror movie in in you know in its its kind of content but... certainly some of the things he does like the things yeah that's, that was what i was thinking of to... the things he does to the men is like whoa yeah he, the things oh, to, to the dudes and the, the i there was a scene where you know the guy who amleth cuts his nose off when he's a, when he was a kid yes the scene where where they finishes, reunite yeah where he mm-hmm. where he finishes him off as it were i laughed out loud yeah, it was it, awesome i <laughs> really funny yeah and everybody in the audience just looked at me like i was insane and, oh, and my, it was wife, funny. My, my wife did say i'm not sure that was appropriate laughter <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, I thought, oh. I thought it was funny. that guy was an absolute scumbag yeah like, he was. absolute scumbag um I, I was really pleased when he comes back to uh to his homeland and one of the first people he sees is the guy that he cut the nose off of yeah and he just looks at him and he's like oh yeah i did that oops yeah <laughs> just keep your head down <laughs> um i do love the the, the 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 whole idea though that there's i mean he just he, he disguises himself as a, as a slave and they somebody tells him to keep his head down and to you know yeah. to hunch but he's huge yeah he he's is like... but then that kind of works to his advantage because he yeah, he, he plays it like he's so dark. so basically he comes back to his homeland he he realizes well, that it's not even homeland is it it's, no sorry it's somewhere else because they've he, they've he escaped his homeland, so, his homeland was taken over yeah by... so Fjolnir well funny enough because king war raven says at the start when when Fjolnir is about to kill him he says your 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 kingdom will not stand like yeah. you, you will you will fail um and true to his word that that is exactly what happens and Fjolnir is in hiding uh, so he heads he heads off he finds out that he's in hiding because i guess he probably assumed he was untouchable while he was king and had everything yeah. around him but now that he's in exile because uh, another king swept in and kind of you know took the land shortly after um yeah. he he feels he can take him so he yeah he he pretends he's a slave um and obviously Fjolnir doesn't recognize him because he was just a child mm-hmm. and uh and yeah, so that that's the whole kind of setup is that he's basically gonna get revenge. Um, but he kind of plays it to be like he's he's like a real big slave, but he kind of plays like he's a bit silly, he's a bit stupid, yeah, and not dumb. really, you know, he's a bit dumb and not particularly smart. Um, but yeah, I absolutely loved this movie. There there was a a couple of moments in the movie that I particularly liked, and and it was interesting because when we left the cinema, Ben had a different take on it than I did. Okay. Um. So there's the scene when he gets the sword. Yes, I love uh, that. It's an amazing scene. Um yeah. he's fight he fights the skeleton. Uh yeah. skeleton lord that had the sword. Yeah, it's very Conan like it's he goes down, finds yeah. the sword, gets the sword, and the skeleton comes alive and there's this big fight, wonderfully choreographed, great fight scene. Um and he ends up beheading the skeleton. And then immediately after it cuts to him just grabbing the sword from the skeleton. Yeah. Uh and interestingly when we left the cinema, Ben said, you know, oh, I, I you know, took that for, to mean that he's kind of mental. Um, and I was like, well, that's probably the case. But I took it the I took it a different way. So I saw it like this is uh, this is kind of a a mythological tale. It's the epic. Yeah, it's the epic. It's the epic. It? And what I saw it as was like we're switching back and forth between the story being told and the reality yes I, you know I, where, where it kind of flips back where we're like oh in the tale he defeats this great skeleton king to get the sword when yeah. in reality 
he just went down in a hole and grabbed the but sword. It's also it's also part of that, that remember before that scene he's with that. Yeah, he's he's high on drugs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He's completely <laughs> off his tits. Yeah, there's a lot of witches in this film, and then they're all clearly just you know substance abusers. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them. Um, in fact, there's and a I great think... scene in this movie when uh, when everyone's on shrooms. Um, <laughs> yeah, everyone. Um, but yeah, it, this I this film that's, that's that's one of the things that I think lost a lot of people when when they do this when it's when you get the the first scene of when they go when um, his father takes him to William Defoe's shaman character. Oh, dude, I literally and said when we left the cinema. Stuff. I said when oh. we left the cinema, I reckon all of the casuals were done at that point. Yeah. <laughs> like, done. I yeah. think anybody who... I think if, you're si- if you get through that scene and you're still you're still with us, yeah, you're all good. I think anybody who, who walked in thinking it was going to be like Gladiator... Yeah, yeah. ...really was in for a shock at that point no it's it's a wonderful blending <laughs> of of mythology and real yeah. life and uh I, and I absolutely adored it loved all the stuff with the with the um with the valkyrie and the yeah the you know all those those those, those sort of those saga bits that, you know, i i love the the the, the 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 tragedy of it all as well there's there's a one of my favorite scenes of the entire film is the boat scene when they're leaving Mm. and and they're having that conversation and are like we're we're free we're done we're out we're, we're sailing away yeah and then he's just like knows in the back of his mind he's like no i can't i have to do this like i have to do this yeah and and he says it's to protect them yeah but in reality you're like i i I think it's probably more revenge than protection think, at that point because you are leaving you and he's get- got no power and he gets that um he gets the vision he of gets the, the tree, visions yeah yeah tree doesn't he mm-hmm. and his children upon the tree yeah and I, I think he just thinks actually if i if i leave now then there's a risk he's just gonna do what i was gonna do and yeah yeah track down my track, kids. track me down and yeah yeah so um, you know, and i think but... it kind of breaks taylor joy's heart oh yeah absolutely it does he, he, well, the the captain she... of that boat must have been like, yeah. what, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> really confused. Um, but yeah, and I thought the climax of this film was stunning. And again, I mean, you you said about um, Nicole Kidman that her face... Was... Well, that's right. You can't help that, right? No. Her performance is amazing in this film. The, the problem I, I had with it... and it's her tongue is. Her... Yeah, oh, she's she great. She gets some of the best lines. She really does. And she's fantastic. The, yeah. the only thing, and it's, it's, uh, it's just purely a visual and purely a, 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 a... You know, nothing can be helped by it and it's fine... Yeah. But it is distracting that she clearly has had a lot of plastic surgery, and this is set in like you know what nine hundred AD or something. You know, it's kind of like you clearly look like someone who's had a lot of work. Yeah, Uh, but her performance is stunning, Mm -hmm. stunning, and and like you said, some of the some of her lines are so good. Um, She, yeah, oh, the performance is up and down the board, amazing in this film. I mean, even Bjork, who again is in it for. Less than five minutes. Great, amazing as yeah. as, as the blind uh, seer. Yeah, just I, I was I was I I was like I I don't I don't squee at films, but if I could have the it, Bjork yeah. moment was like yeah. oh that was so good. It was. It uh, was... I was really pleased. Um, yeah, th- I loved this film. Loved it, and it, I and I you know 
I, I agree with what you said. I, I think it is uh, the the weakest of of Egger's big three films, but that is not taking anything away from this film. This film is stunning. I'm so glad I managed to get it to see it in the cinema. Yep. Um, but watch it wherever you can once it's yeah. available. Because if you like, certainly if you like The Witch and you liked The Lighthouse, it's somewhere in between the two of those. Yeah. Uh, you know, in terms of how out there it you, gets. You have, and... you have the weirdness, but it is a, it is at its core a quite basic story. It's a very it's, basic story. So it's you know it's it's only it only gets weird when they have the, the, the shamans and the drugs. Or the, yeah. yeah, exactly. And you know, I think for me, they're not too out there really. They're just no. No, I know, thought it was fine. Like, it, it worked. The, the, the fight with the Draga is like it's. It's not distracting. It doesn't distract no. from the film or pull you out or anything like that. It, it absolutely works. Yeah. Um, yes. It's a stunning movie. It really is. It's it's an absolutely stunning movie. But, and but again, like, you know, you have to warn people if if you do go in expecting Gladiator or what was the other one they kept compare trying to compare it to? I can't remember what the other one was. It's like yeah, probably Conan, Conan, Conan's, Conan's like, like, a, like yeah, it's know. not that it's not that at all there are certainly conan vibes in places but yeah yeah totally. but it's not a conan movie at all like no. yeah if you're expecting that you're going to the wrong film um and and to be honest i feel like if you know the work of robert eggers you mm-hmm. probably know that's not what you're gonna get yeah um but yeah a wonderful film absolutely stunning cannot recommend it enough mm. so what else have you watched uh, uh let's go with uh studio 666 studio 666 starring the foo fighters um yeah. i saw the trailer and i was like oh, I, d- I don't know i don't know well I now that of, you've seen it you can tell me all about it and tell i kind of wanted to watch a horror movie and i thought sure. well you know it's the foo fighters i love the foos yeah um, i like their music yeah yeah. Uh, I, I love Del- Dave Grohl. He's like the ni- one of the nicest people in the in the entire. He universe. does seem to be, doesn't he? He does yeah. seem lovely. I mean, well, one day I hope it never comes. If it, you know, we find out that he was he's actually a terrible person. I don't think that's going to happen. But I don't. I I don't put it past any celebrity to have that. No, capacity. that's it, isn't it? Um. So we've got uh, the the Foo Fighters are um, they're due another album. Um, their um, their manager, uh, played by Jeff Garlin, uh, basically says, "I owe all this money to some sort of mob boss or something, and I need you to do this next album." And Dave is like, "Yeah, we, it's all in my head. It's fine. It's great." And it's like, "What? Where do you want to go?" And he's like, oh, "We've been in all the the studios. We, you know, we just, why don't we? We want somewhere you know different and, di- and yeah, new. okay." So actually, it, it actually starts with uh, in the '90s with this um, band recording there, and then the lead singer, I think, is killing them all and then hanging himself. Right. Um, okay. And he, he says, "I've got just the place for you." So they uh, they get shown around by um, what was her name? Uh, Barb, uh, who, who takes them to this this rundown mansion. Um, and says, "Oh, this is you know, this is great for you. It's got great." And Dave, like, he claps in this room. It's like, "Oh, the acoustic sticks are amazing." And it's like every time he claps, like, you get this hideous demon face on the on the screen and stuff. And from there, he finds the, uh, in the basement this sort of recording of 
um, this evil song that the other band had started but hadn't finished, and <coughs> he then gets p- possessed. Right. And it's got some great cameos. It's got Kerry King in it, um, and um, John Carpenter plays the guy who mixes the. Nice, nice. Is, which is hilarious. You got Will Forte in it. It's. Uh, it's even got a cameo. Of- Made better by the fact that John Carpenter probably can mix an album if he wants to. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, he's capable yeah, exactly, of that. Yeah. Um, it's got, a, it's got a, a quite amusing uh, cameo from Lionel Richie. Um, and it's okay. Um, yeah, well, that's good because the trailer. I was like, oh no. I, I don't know. Fun. I mean, it is obviously going to be what it is, and that's intentional. Yeah, and but... I think that's it. that's it. It's exactly what you expect from the Foo Fighters. Um, terrible acting. Um, Dave himself is pretty good, actually. He, he, the others, the rest of the band, not so much. Um, some nice kills. Some really gory, cool kills. There's one in particular with a chainsaw, which is brilliant. Right. I really love that that kill. Um, some of the scenes go on a little bit too long. There's, there are scenes where they're you know they're trying to find inspiration. There's, there's a couple of jokes where where they first move in, and um, they say to Dave, "Oh, you know what? What's your idea for for our next song?" And he plays, I think it's Evermore. Uh, uh, he plays one of their big hits. I, can't, is, I think it's, is it Evermore. And then uh, he plays. Yeah. Uh, why not? Everlong, sorry. <laughs> Everlong, there you go, yeah. He plays Everlong, and, and they're like, isn't that just that? And he's like, oh, is it? Okay, well, how about this? And he, then he plays, I can't remember what fucking tune it is now, he plays another one, and like... Oh, so that. he like basically, off the top of his head, comes up with all of their big hits, just like... Yeah, yeah. and he's he's completely burnt out, he's got he's got nothing, which which was, which was quite funny. Yeah. Um, there are loads of references to other horror movies, um, loads of little sort of bits and pieces that, that are actually quite amusing. Um... But like you said, it's you. It's definitely one of those. Oh, you know what you're getting, and it. Yeah. It, it's literally that. It's just. It's a dumb. It's kind of like an extended music video. I kind of expected that somewhat. Yeah. Which is fine, um, you know. And I think that the director has done music videos, so I think he's a camera guy, and he's done. He's done some, oh yeah, he's he directed Slayer, the Relentless. Uh, oh okay. So he's he's got a lot of um you know that um, uh slayer um things and uh, so you think okay right so we know where we are here and yeah it's pretty well directed actually it's not it's not well, too bad I think, I think like i said i think some of the scenes are a little too long i think you mm. could probably have shaved off 10 15 minutes from the overall length and again it's only a, it's only an hour 40 minutes sort of movie yeah. but some of the some of the bits just hang on just a little bit too much sure yeah um, but when they get to the sort of the some of the kills and things it's actually quite funny yeah fair um, enough um i still i've always thought pat smear bless him he always looks like someone's dad you should, <laughs> should be doing accounts somewhere yeah and this is nothing to dispel that he still looks like somebody's dad who should be doing accounts somewhere yeah <laughs> but yeah it's good i mean the music's great because it's yeah. Yeah. Um, the, you know the, I said the some of the makeups really good some of the some of the effects are, are okay the, you can tell you can tell some of the you know CG blood and things but 
that's kind of standard practice for low budget movies. And I think this was a pretty low budget. It, yeah. You know, it wasn't a high thing. And it, it's, yeah, it's exactly that. I think I, I could recommend it to anybody who just wants to watch a silly horror movie. Yeah. And, and it's, yeah. That's you know, cool. it's got it's got a very puerile sense of humor. Sure. You know, it's it's which you kind of expect from a rock band, really. Yeah. You know, so it's it's that's it, that's all fine. Um, some of the characters, some of the um, the other characters are, are, are very annoying. Um, I mean, he, weirdly, um, their uh, their manager. Um, I've seen him in loads of stuff, and he's a really good actor, but for some reason, he was so over the top of this. And maybe they did say to him, look, just go over the top. Just, you know, uh, Jeff Garland. It's like, maybe just, just just go over the top, do what you want sort of thing. And he's so over the top come the end, that you're like, oh, this is almost unbearable to watch. But right. yeah. it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun horror movie. It's it's not nothing special, but it is, if you know, if you want to see the Foos do their thing, then yeah. Why not? Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I don't know whether to go next or whether to go after, because you got one more film, right? I got one more film, one more series. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll go now, and we yeah. can, we can decide what we want to do. So I got back from seeing The Northman on Sunday. Yeah. And uh, that day, my housemate was going to see Doc Strange. Uh, okay. and the multiverse of madness um and oh. i got back and i was like hey i thought you'd be at doc strange and he was like oh my friend cancelled i was like oh that sucks um and i could tell he really wanted to go and i was like dude i've just come back from the northman i can't follow up the northman with doc strange <laughs> in the same day i just can't do it uh and i was tired i was like you know you know when you've you've watched a movie especially when it's like investing you're like oh, yeah. i'm kind of done now you know oh, well, i couldn't imagine going to see yeah and and also it's like a pub crawl isn't it you you want to you want to start with the bad ones and then with the good ones not the other way yeah around, right so uh i was like mm. but i was like right if, if you don't ha- if if you don't go today if you don't if you go today cool because i don't care but if if you if you end up going if you don't go and you still haven't gone tomorrow and you want to go i'll go with you tomorrow so the following day i went to see doctor strange in the multiverse of madness this should be good (laughs) well uh okay well i will say i'll start with the good um it's directed by sam raimi and amazingly which when we heard was like oh god sam remy and then we sort of thought about it and thought yeah but it's gonna be a marvel movie well that's the thing isn't it and i was really worried about that i was like is marvel disney because of course sam raimi obviously horror legend i think sam raimi is marmite to people and you either love that direction style or you yep. that direction style or you don't i love it right i love yeah, his he, style i mean the thing the thing that people forget about remy is that his favorite things are like Marx Brothers yep. and, and 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 um oh what is uh Three Stooges and yeah. you know so yeah, yeah. he's got that that's his sense of humor he loves slapstick and and silliness absolutely yeah yeah absolutely and 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 that I am pleased to say actually shows in a lot of this film I was quite surprised at how much it actually in places feels like a Sam Raimi movie it looks like a Sam Raimi movie there are plenty of references in there to like Evil Dead films and other things so it actually does feel in places like a Sam Raimi movie 
Uh, I would also say I think the performances across the board are very good. Uh, yeah. I think everyone acts very well throughout with what they're given. Mm. Um, but this well, film... Is, 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 despite the fact that Benedict Cumberbatch has been in some terrible things and he's, you know... He's a great actor, though. So he says he's a some fine actor. things at times. He's a good actor. And so is uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. Uh, I think she's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so... One of the things which I know, obviously, I knew going in, right? I, I knew going in this was not the point of this movie. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I knew that it wasn't uh, <clears throat> this. It wasn't centered around this character. So yeah. I knew he wasn't going to be the main center point of the movie. But it annoyed me immediately from the moment this, this movie was advertised. Yeah. Um, I felt like... I was invested and interested in Mordo's character in Doc yeah. Strange. I love this idea of this this uh, this magic wielder who's decided that the natural order must be maintained, and that anyone going against the natural order should be uh, should be dealt with, and you know that needs to stop. And that's interesting character and and an interesting uh, kind of uh, opposition to uh, to the, Doctor the, Strange. They, they set him up as the bad guy for the in the, in the end of the first one. Yes, and, and then they, I think nowhere. They, they kind of dropped the ball with him, haven't they? Well, it feels that way because uh, he turns up in this movie. Mordo is in this movie, but it's not Mordo from it's, the Doc Str- from from our Doc Strange's the six one six universe. It's it's Mordo from a parallel, and you get some lines of dialogue between the two where you're like, okay, but it's not the real Mordo that we know, and and so it's not. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't really work. Yeah. Like the, the, you're trying to kind of shoehorn in that story, but it's not the same person, so it doesn't quite work that way. It's, it it feels like it doesn't matter. It doesn't it, it? Doesn't yeah? That's the thing. But it really, I think it really does because I think the first one did a good job of outlining um, Mordo's uh, reasoning and and Mordo's motives going forward. And I think it would have made for a really interesting sequel. Now maybe they'll do it in the next film or something who knows because obviously they kept they've kept the actor around um and you know he's he's fantastic so maybe they will come back to it but i did feel a bit slighted by the fact that that mordo pretty much gets the shaft and 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 is is swapped out um i think as well you know for a film called multiverse of madness there there's a really cool scene where we see like i don't know 10 different multiverses were kind of they're they're falling through different multiverses and there's some really interesting ones like where it's like they're all made of paint and things like that it's really cool um but they only really go to one two two one primarily and then another one right at the end um so you don't really get to see many multiverse variants it's just like our world the eight something world 800 and something world and then this other world at the end this this other one so it's basically only the two um they uh, this is a problem when you've got magic people really i i think like it causes issues but you have to the trouble is i will do, i will be happy with any nonsense that a film gives me right like moonfall right yeah i'm like okay in this movie I guess the moon's gravitational pull doesn't matter, right? I'll accept that, right? I'll accept that as your premise, if that's what you want me to do. Where I where I 
fail is when a film or a film series introduces things and then decides to drop them or ignore them as they see fit for any given scene. Yeah, you have. It's, we've we've said this many times about superhero movies. You have to establish that what your character can do with them in that universe, yes, and then stay with it and stick with it, right? So we know that these. What are they? Are they wizards or are they? So well, sorcerers. Sorcerers. They? Thank you. Yeah. There we go. Sorcerer Supreme. Sorry, I was trying to think. I was trying to think of the word in my head, and I was like failing to come up with the word. So we we've established that these sorcerers they've got like they can in the first movie we got sling rings which makes you teleport anywhere you want or open portals anywhere you want you've got yeah. the mirror dimension and then at the start of this movie giant squid attacks in the middle of new york or wherever they are yeah and they're fighting it for like what feels like 20 minutes and at no <laughs> point do they just go well let's just chuck it in the mirror dimension where it can't harm anyone as established in the first movie or just sling ring it into space or something. Done. Problem solved. Right? Like, no, let's fight it for 20 minutes in the middle of a busy New York street where people are probably getting killed as collateral. It, like, things like that really bug me. And it's like, like you have to go through this whole movie kind of ignoring a lot of what Doc Strange could do in previous films yeah. to make the logic of this film work. Because otherwise you can just deal with it you know like problems can that be dealt is always with. one of the problems with having a character like strange is the fact that he can do so much yeah um now i don't know how how like much into spoilers we wanted to go which is why i was like <laughs> yeah maybe i should do this at the end or, or whatever I think, I think everything has been spoiled hasn't it okay well i don't think right if you don't want spoilers give it a couple of minutes but I, I don't think this is much of a i don't think it's much of a spoiler to say that wanda is the villain of this movie yeah I, I think most it's, people I think everybody right? knows now that it's her movie. Which I was pleased about at first because I was I now I have not watched any Marvel film other than Black Widow. I have not watched anything Marvel related since Endgame, right? <laughs> so I haven't seen any of the TV shows, but I have read about them and I've heard about them. And from what I hear, I was like, there's no way you can have Wanda be the good guy after what she did in WandaVision, right? Yeah, but she literally not, enslaved the, the town. The, the thing is that she's not a bad guy for that, though, is she? She's... Well, that see, but that to me, I was like, they're, they're, like she enslaved a town against yeah. their will, <laughs> like an entire town of like men, women, yeah. and children. And then um, they, and then they say, "Oh, you'll never know what she's been through." It's like, what about all those poor what about all of those people? She's well, tortured. yeah. Well, in this movie, she is thoroughly beyond redemption, and her her logic and reasoning is just weird um really weird so in wandavision that's the other thing as well if you don't know what happened in other movies like or or tv shows luckily i've read up on it enough Mm -hmm. you've got no hope because like if if i didn't know what happened at the end of wandavision i'd be like what what's going on (laughs) what is going on so basically i gather in wandavision she invented some kids out of magic because she's a witch so she did something where she created these kids um and effectively this this movie is she wants to be with her kids and she's realized that these made-up kids in our dimension in another reality because we we established there is an infinite number of multiverses where where anything is possible in another reality she has seen by gaining this evil book and again there's some evil dead vibes there as well kind <laughs> yeah. of, there's a lot of that in this which is nice i like it um 
they establish that by having you know she she establishes through this book it shows her that there's a multiverse where wanda is happy with her kids and her kids are real so she wants that and to get that there's a, a girl america who has the ability since birth to swap dimensions she can go through the multiverse it's like a natural thing she can just do um and she wants that power for herself now it's weird because there's scenes where doc strange is talking to her and he's like you're justifiably upset or whatever and and she's like you have no idea i had to kill the man i love and it didn't mean anything you know in the grand scheme of things it didn't mean anything i guess it's the thanos thing where thanos was like i don't even know your name or whatever all of that um but then it's like at no point during the movie does she ever mention or even bother looking to see if there's a multiverse where vision is also alive she just doesn't care apparently i I do find it strange that they just she just like literally doesn't even bother like i don't know i don't know whether the actor wasn't available or what but it's really awkward like like even a line she could have just you could have put a line in there where it's like i checked through the multiverse and anywhere i go vision had to die but i've I've heard it at the end of the series he exists he's he he's downloaded himself into a white body or something and he 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 flew he flew off okay so where is he then why have I don't know. Well, they yeah, she he, for him. does not appear in this film, um, and it's it's really bizarre. So she's like, I'm gonna steal the powers of this girl, but the girl probably would have just helped her if she just asked for help. I don't really yes. know why she feels the need to steal the powers, um, and. And also it's really awkward because there's an infinite number of multiverses, but her plan is to go to the one where Wanda is happily with her kids and Mm. kill that version of Wanda so that she can be with the kids. Why don't you go to a version of the multiverse where Wanda's dead, but the kids are alive and then you don't have to bother anyone and everything's happy and fine. (laughs) Like style. Yeah. Like it's really bizarre. Um, and And I will say that following this film, I mean, I think she was, I, I haven't seen WandaVision, so I have to say I, I, I've I only read. So I don't know the full context. And it maybe, maybe yeah, it, it, it doesn't sound great. But maybe there was redemption possible after that series, right? She is yeah. beyond redemption after this film. They cannot possibly try and turn this around to where she's going to be a hero again. She is now, not only has she enslaved an entire town of Ghost of World, she is a mass murderer she yeah. is murdered where's that the 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 camotage or whatever it's called camotage, yeah. yeah she literally wipes out like pretty much everyone they had there like dead and in fact one person at the end is like screaming in pain on the floor and she just walks up to him and like turns him into flames uh oh. just incinerates this guy who's like she kills just... she kills all the all the cameos doesn't she she yes she does kill all the cameos. She murders all the cameos. She murders all the cameos. Um, who were? I, get... I gotta be honest. The whole. I, I. I. I will say though. I'm not. I'm not really the target audience for this film. And I will say the cameos. One in particular. The cinema I was in went mental. They were so happy. So that's cool. Like it. You know. That's was cool. It the X one. No. 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 Oh, was it? Was it the um... other one? <laughs> the other big one um well i would say just just theoretically three big ones mm-hmm. so i'm um, i yeah. guess krasinski one then yes yeah right yeah they yeah which, they, there was like which just feels like baiting and 
murder. You know well, what I mean? They've it's done like... this weird thing where, yeah, because they're, they're, they all turn up and then they're all dead this... within five yeah, minutes. Yeah, so everybody like, oh. wants this casting. They've cast him for this thing and then they've killed him. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, so no, it, it is theoretically. Odd. I mean, it's kind of he's really this, dumb this. as well. Are we naming him? Yes, it's he's Mr. Fantastic. It's Mr. Fantastic, who is an absolute fucking idiot in this film. Yeah, the the smartest man in the Marvel universe. He comes across the, the smartest man in the universe comes across the strongest witch ever, who is traveling or kid, yeah, traveling dimensions, kind of, um, and is going to wipe out everyone. And he thinks he can stop her by stretching at her. Ooh, I'm oh. going to stretch at you menacingly and that will stop you. Okay. Um, yeah, I know. That's literally his entire plan is just, I'm going to stretch at you. <laughs> like, okay. Okay, buddy. Um, yeah. And, and, and the, 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 obviously in the, in the trailer, we see uh, that Professor X is obviously going to be Patrick Stewart, yeah. uh, which is weird. Why didn't you have McAvoy? Would have made more sense, but fine. He's in the nineties TV series, uh, the cartoon. Well, I'm I'm wondering now because I was like, well, that's really dumb because you're not going to have Patrick Stewart unless they've done a a Mark Hamill in Disney and they've gone like, hey, we'll buy your rights and your face and stuff and just digitalize you for all eternity. Eternity, Unless they've done that, I thought like this doesn't work because like everyone else, I'm assuming that everyone else we've seen as an alternate in in that scene is probably going to end up being their counterpart in the real world because some of them are the counterpart Mm. in in the six one six, right? um so that makes sense but then you're like well you're not gonna have patrick stewart again so my assumption my assumption is from this that we've we're we're basically saying that mcavoy is gonna be in it as professor x i'm assuming because that's kind of the established of that universe yeah i kind of hope so well i do because i think mcavoy was fantastic and i hope that fassbender is also going to be magneto because if you're going to get me to watch uh, another x-men movie that would be that would go some way towards convincing me to watch it Um, yeah but yeah, really messy, they, really they messy plot. Better off just recasting all of them. Uh, yes, but then you've got this weird thing where everyone from the multiverse looks like their six one six counterparts, except for Xavier, who looks like someone completely different now. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's kind of weird. I don't know why they did it. Because what what a perfect time to bring in and introduce your new Professor X actor. Yeah. This well, would I'm have guess, been the place I'm to do it. I'm guessing they didn't want to go that far. I guess. I guess so. Um, but yeah. That, it, that would mean they have to plan into uh, like really far ahead. True, true. Um, so that entire uh, cluster of scenes in the middle just really felt like a waste of time to me. I, I get that like for people who want to see all the different variants, it's cool. Mm. but in terms of the plot it was like we're just stalling the plot here to just have a bunch of cameos in the middle and then move on with nothing I, really happening i have heard that one of the only real raimi bits is the zombie strange stuff. uh there's there I, I would i would argue that there's a lot more than that there's okay. quite a few moments there's there's some moments with um wonder that are very uh very evil dead early on uh including her using a mirror like water and stuff which is straight from evil dead and she comes through reflections and things um there's a lot of zoom that quick zoom that that raimi does when you know like wanda's hearing things and stuff um but yeah the the zombie strange is very much very raimi um it's very like uh evil ash yeah um does he sing the little goody two shoes? He doesn't, unfortunately, <laughs> which would have been wonderful. Um, 
but yeah so uh it also introduces and thank god they get rid of it by the end of the movie but it also introduces a magic book that's not the magic book that wanders got it's a different magic book and this magic book can give a wizard a wizard a sorcerer the power to defeat or solve any problem whatsoever in the entire universe and apparently they knew about this when thanos invaded but just didn't use it i guess oh don't know why but anyway it's gone now so we don't have to worry about that going forward thank god but it did raise some (laughs) questions in my brain where i was like hang on a minute how many people died you could have just used that thing okay um but yeah so i i will say i i'm really glad that sam raimi's direction was here full uh you know it was on on full display in places which really pleased me because i thought it was going to look like the generic marvel movie that we get nowadays yeah um i'm assuming that raimi has a bit of swing to kind of be like actually it's going to look a bit like my movies if if i'm going to do it i I think the rumor is that he's been given this in the in lieu of maybe directing spider-man 4 okay I, that's the rumor, and I don't know whether that how. Yeah. Well, that could be interesting. Um, that could be very interesting. Uh, but yeah, so I, I was really glad to see Raimi's direction here, and I think the cast were fantastic. All of them, they were fine. Um, yeah. Just a lot of a lot of continuity issues, which I guess. Well, how many movies are we into this Marvel Cinematic Universe? I guess that was probably inevitable. God, I think. Yeah, I guess that was inevitable. But um, you know, it just and continuity like between the first Doc Strange movie and this movie is kind of like, well, even if you're ignoring everything else, like there's obvious powers that they have that you're for the sake of this scene, you're just ignoring that they have just to make yeah. the scene work. Um so I that's all, that again, that's always been one of those problems with superhero movies, isn't it? It's you know, you have to forget about certain powers to make certain situation work. Well, yeah, I guess so. I guess maybe it is. Maybe it is a fundamental problem with superhero sequels. Mm. Um, you know, it's it's that old video game thing, right? You know, you you finish, you start the game as as like a I don't know a a, a peasant. Yeah, and, and a nobody, and you end the game as like the all powerful uh yeah. sorcerer and then in the next game you have to lose all of your powers because otherwise yeah. where are we of, gonna go with it you exactly. know by the, uh, the start of episode two yeah all somehow, of your all of your weapons have been taken away all somehow of i've lost everything yeah, yeah. I, I knocked my head and now i have forgotten everything <laughs> must start over yeah. um so yeah i guess maybe it suffers from that a little um it's not like the worst film i've ever seen mm. um I, I, it's, it's very messy. There are some nice bits, though. I, I will say there uh, are some nice moments. To be, to be honest, it just sounds like a terrible bait and switch. The whole, I, you know, it's, it's supposed to be Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. Because I mean, initially we were told by, I can't remember. Who, I, I would say the original director. I can't remember who was the original. Director. I, I don't honestly know. Oh, by the way, it says at the end of this movie, and I, 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 I could be getting the wording wrong, but I swear at the end of this movie. As the credits are rolling, it says directed by Sam Raimi. But then at the end, it says a Kevin Feig film. Yeah. I'm like, no, it's not. It's a Sam Raimi film if it's directed by Sam Raimi. Like, uh, what the hell? Not if it's Marvel. He's got to have his little name. Yeah, got... I guess he's like it's the so... king of movies now. I <laughs> like... think it's Scott Derrickson who did the first one. I think he was supposed to do the... and And he he promised a 
like a proper horror movie, didn't he? Well, that was the idea, and then they Instead got Raimi on board, and I was like, double down on the horror. Yeah, thing, exactly. I I think there are. So I will say it's the most horrific that the Marvel universe has gotten. It's certainly got the some of the darkest scenes. It's definitely got some horror elements, but it's not a horror movie. Mm. Uh, but it certainly has some horror elements. It's got some wonderful visuals as well in places. It, it's really, really good to look at in places. Yeah, I um, mean, you, you do kind of expect that from... Yeah, you get the trippiness that you want from Doc Strange, right? Um, But yeah, it, it's it's not the worst film I've ever seen, but it's very messy. And to be honest, <laughs> like, I, I think a lot of the movie, like the the... the 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 multiverse the the other universe we go to that all just felt like pointless filler really yeah. for the most part um but yeah like i said it's it's not the worst film i've ever seen it's not really for me though to be honest it's not my kind of movie so i, I guess you, you know is it better than iron man 3 or no i i would iron say iron man 2 or what's the other oh well did you enjoy it more than the last thor movie oh that's a difficult one um i think that i think that the last thor movie was we are are the the, 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 i know we're in the the we're in the minority minority that we fucking hate that movie so i hate that movie because of its awful use of comedy Mm -hmm. uh in really bad places like you know we've just had um genocide we've just had genocide and an entire race of people is now dead and then there's like a joke about oh it could be saved it's fine the foundations are fine and then everything explodes and that's hilarious it's like well you know it reminds me of that lone ranger movie remember that lone ranger movie with uh johnny depp yeah that was the same where it's like literally you've just killed a load of people but let's have a joke it's like well yeah really that Um, movie that movie did not know what tone it was coming for no that movie is like five different movies yeah yeah yeah. so so i would say that the thor movie is better because because despite the use of comedy it does have a coherent plot right whereas with this one i have to forget so many things for it to work and and kind of ignore so many things for it right okay at least that thor movie you're like okay the basic premise works right Mm -hmm. the logic works of that film even if i don't agree with the comedy yeah um so i i would say probably i know that raimi has said there was about an extra 30 minutes yeah cut and that might well make a big difference yeah. here because people are, all, are crying out for the remy cut aren't they well i mean and maybe with good reason because it does feel like quite a mess and maybe that extra 30 minutes will resolve a lot of what i've complained about mm. that's entirely possible well i mean they had massive reshoots didn't they so yeah who knows what that what was inserted and what was taken out i mean uh probably a 20 minute cameo scene that yeah, i think might have been added like, <laughs> feels what? like it it feels like there was very little need for it um you know again learning the wrong things well potentially i don't know like i said it's not terrible it's not the worst thing ever but i did have a lot of issues with it having said that Mar- you know the the superhero movies are kind of done for me so it's not my kind of thing um but i will say even my housemate who loves marvel movies first thing he said when we left was wow that was real mess <laughs> so you know take that for what it is uh if you're if you're if you love all the marvel stuff you there's plenty to like here the performances are great the visuals are great sam raimi great director and you know for the most part you can see a lot of his style in there um so yeah it, it's fine if you if you're happy to to kind of 
ignore a lot of the issues that i think are, are kind of rampant in this this film uh but like i said i, I will say that that yeah wanda is like clearly beyond redemption now there's no way yeah there's no way but uh but yeah so that was wandavision and uh you have another film to talk about i, I do uh so i watched the contractor yes the contractor starring chris pine so this is a uh Am- it's an amazon movie mm-hmm. and it uh, uh chris pine Gillian jacobs um Oh, uh, what's the name? Ben Foster. Yeah. And Kiefer Sutherland. Very excellent. Briefly. Um, so. Have you noticed a lot of really good actors have fallen into that? Like William Defoe and stuff. It's like they just turn up for a little bit, but they're brilliant when they turn up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're introduced to uh, Chris Pine's character, who is a Marine. And um, he has been going through sort of a, a, a rehab he, he's he was injured in combat his his knees torn up and he's um been basically recouping in, in in his own way um and he's got a wife uh played by Gillian jacobs and a son and He's called in by superiors and they say, we found all this, all these drugs in your blood work. Right. Uh, and we, his new commander basically says, I'm not going to tolerate that in my unit. He says, you're like a medical, a med guy. You should know better than this. Um, he said, we're not going to disgrace you, but we are going to take away your pension and your medical. It sure sounds like you're disgracing me. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you're not going to... In everything gonna, but name. We're just going to... We're going to discharge you, but but not dishonorably right. just discharge you without your, your benefits. Yeah. So he goes home and, um, you know, they've got debts piling up and um, one of his... Um, one of his uh, other soldiers, uh, other Marines, um, kills himself, so they go to the funeral, and he meets up with Ben Foster's character, um, who's an, another one of his his friends, and he says to him, oh, I've been working for, you know, contracts. He says, you know, I can get you, I can get you a, a job. He says, it's really, really good money. Most of the time, it's doing very little. Mm. And initially, he he says no. His wife really doesn't want him to do it. Right. But like I said, bills are piling up, shit's going wrong. So he takes the job with um, Kiefer Sutherland's character, uh, Rusty, um, who's this sort of you know I think he's a colonel or something, but he he runs this this um, sort of mercenary outfit, and then they have to. Uh, he get the the job is to go to uh, Berlin, and they've got intel on uh, this um, this guy who is working on um, viruses. He's been working on viruses and and and, and all that sort of stuff. So they're basically they've got to go in, they've got to kill him, and they've got to take all of his stuff. Yeah. Uh, not really spoiling it to say that it obviously doesn't turn out. So well, mm. so you do get a sort of, I don't 
now a slightly sort of Jason Bourne thing is that he's he's now on his own and he's got to try and get back to his family type thing. Um, the first twenty minutes of this movie is almost done do- do- documentary style. Oh, it's, okay. It's kind of it's it's almost like the camera and stuff. It, it's it's away from them. You know, it's 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 stood back from from them. And you're following him around while he's doing some of his rehab and he's he's running and you can see him sort of cleaning his gun and he's got this caravan in the middle of nowhere that he goes to. Um, and, you know, he's, he, he's, he goes home and he talks to his wife and you get these sort of flashbacks to when he, his dad, um, like there's, there's, there's a scene where you get a flashback where he's, I don't know how old he is, but he looks like he must be about 10 Right. But his, dad, his dad's taking him to a tattoo parlor and he's getting a American flag <laughs> okay. tattooed on his arm. So you get that feeling that, you know, his dad was obviously a hard-ass Marine. and Yeah, it's going to look dad... great as his skin stretches with age and he gets yeah. like, you know. Yeah, yeah. So his dad basically killed himself and he says to his wife at one point, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to be like my dad. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to do that. But there's a, but... You know, you can see that when he gets he gets basically fired. You can see that it's you know he's it's getting to him, and there's this what I thought was a really beautifully done scene. His his wife comes home, and it's like night time, and he's on the roof of the house fixing the roof of the house, and she's just you know staring up at him. It's like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm just fixing the roof. It's like, but it's the middle of the night. It's like, yeah, it's fine. It just needed doing. I just thought I'd get on with it. It's like, where's our son? It's like, oh, he's asleep. It's fine. And she's just terrified that he's going to do something stupid. And I thought that was beautiful. I thought that was a really, really well well done um, scene. Mm. I think um, he's great in it. Um, Chris Pine's really, really good. I think, um, sadly, Ben Foster isn't in it enough. And I think the main reason I watched this is because I thought... Um, Pine and Foster was were in um, Hello High Water, which I think is an amazing movie. Yeah, and their chemistry in that movie was so great. Um, this doesn't have anywhere near that level of greatness. Um, the fight scenes, there's there's there there were fight scenes where they're out in the open and they're and there are shots everywhere. And it's like, how is he not just getting murdered? Mm. He's not in any cover. They're, I mean, they're they're on a stretch of the river, and they're, they're so he's like on the edge of the river at one point. And there were good five or six guys in different angles shooting at him, and they're all missing. Right. It's like how he's just there. He's yeah. not in cover. What the fuck? So the, the fight scenes are a little rubbish. Yeah. Um. It's kind of obvious what's going to happen. It's kind of there's a there's a nice little cameo from Eddie Marzan again, doing his slightly dodgy American accent. Mm. Um, but yet yeah, he's great for the five five minutes he's in it. Um, Kiefer Sutherland's okay for the five minutes he's in it as well. Um, there are some strange decisions um, that I don't really get. There's the whole idea of so. How much do I say without spoiling it? Um, I don't know. The, obviously, the guy that they go to kill, he's not working on diseases in a bad way. He's working on the cures for them. Okay. 
So obviously the mercenary group that there was obviously hired by someone who wants to cure so that they can make money off of it when whatever virus they unleash yeah. you know, starts making a pandemic, which you just think, okay, another pandemic, great. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't. I, I really don't want pandemics in my uh, in my no, escapism. I'm, I'm, aren't we all fucking fed up with? Pandemic? I am. I'm done with it. Um, I mean, you don't you don't get the pandemic in this, but obviously it's it's a major. I, I feel like we're going to be getting pandemic vibes from media for like yeah, a decade now. It's yeah. going to get very tiresome. Um. Yeah, it's. I really like the first 20 minutes, the, the sort of weird, slightly documentary style that they were doing mm. was, was quite nice. It was, it, was, it was interesting. When it starts to get into action territory, and Chris Pine's, you know, he's, he's good, en- good enough in the action role. There's nothing, I'm n- nothing bad against him. Yeah. I don't think it's terribly well directed, that, that part of the, of the, of the movie. Mm. And like I said, there's some there's some decisions that you just think, well, why did they do that? Why there was they took basically they turn the they, they leave him for dead and then they try to kill him. Okay, right. There's no real reason for that. Okay, it's one of those times where you go, well, now you've made a bad your yourself a bad guy, as it were, by doing something that didn't need to be done. Yeah. They could have they instead of just trying to kill him, they could have just picked him up and not, it would have they would have got what they wanted. Right. Yeah. It's just stupid little decisions like that. And it's it's not a bad movie, it's just not a very good one either. There's some nice little bits in it. The Chris Pine's good. Uh Gillian Jacobs um very small part. She's she's quite good as is as the wife. I mean that scene as I was saying when she's when she's talking to him and he's on the roof i thought was really good it's a it's a it's it's a nice little scene that should probably be in a better movie yeah um but it's you know i think again it's a case of if you want a slightly naff action movie yeah this will do yeah so yeah it scratches that itch right but yeah it's 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 not great but it's okay it's Mm. it's you know it's not it's not a born movie or or you know a reacher or that sort of thing it's as much as it kind of wants to be that sort of thing, it's is what it is. It, I think it from the first half an hour, I think it think you, you, it's kind of sets up for one thing, and then it becomes generic, terribly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's uh, that's fair enough. There's a place for that, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah. So you also watched a TV show. I, I did. Watched the second season of Russian Doll. Yes. So uh, tell us all about so the second I season. Because really, I have not actually watched the first season, but I remember you were a huge I, fan of it. So. I loved the first season. So yeah. the first season, you had uh, Natasha Lyonne's character and Charlie uh, Barnett's characters, who were doing the the Groundhog Day of sort of they were dying, yeah, waking up in the same day again, mm-hmm. and it it had this really sort of interesting uh, heart to it that I really liked. And I like, I did in, in, you know, the main character could be infuriating at times, but I think for most, of, most of it, you're, you're with her and she's, she's, she's really funny. Yeah. And you know, she's, she's kind of oh, over all this stuff. And, you know, she's got this, um, 
history with her mother who was who sort of was like had a mental illness and she's got this sort of uh, friend who looked after her so the second season kind of picks up a little after the first season where they, um and this time round um whenever she goes on the subway whenever she gets on the subway train she ends up basically quantum leaping into her mother's body okay well, and so back she, again just kind yeah, of yeah so she ends up in the 80s she ends up right. in the 80s um and i like the initial setup when she's walking around and she's she's in she's she suddenly noticed she's in this carriage that just looks run down and very 80s yeah and there's all these like punks and you know coppers wearing 80s uniforms and she's like this is very funny this is really good this is well done i like this and then she she gets out and of course there are there is quite there's a, a guy who's like reacting to her really funny and and it's like um <laughs> I, I i am gonna spoil it slightly in that she this guy this guy says to her oh would you like my seat and she sort of looks at him funny and he, he says uh, he, he says she, she says i'm not gonna fuck you and he goes certainly not and he walks off and you think oh, that was a weird reaction <laughs> and then there's like this other guy who's like are you okay are you are you lost are you and she keeps getting these weird reactions and then of course when she realizes she's in her mother's body she's in her mother's body pregnant with her pregnant yeah, yeah. okay that's so she, yeah fine she's in her mother's body with her own yes she's carrying know, herself it's pregnancy, very weird yeah yeah that's there's some really nice little bits there um it is not as good as the first season. Oh, that's a shame. Um, it did keep me going. I did still enjoy it. Her character becomes even more obnoxious, which is a slight problem for me. It was, it was like, oh, oh, come on. You don't... She makes a couple of... Dis- she does a couple of things that you just think, oh, why are you being such an ass? Right. I mean, she was she was obnoxious in the first one, you know, but it, yeah. was, of, it was kind of... Charming in a yeah, weird way. Was, yeah quirky by the time you get here it's 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 not so charming anymore and she does learn basically it's to do it's to do with her grandmother brought um uh she brought back a load of stuff from from um i think it's austria i think austria when she was a she was a girl she was in during the, the, the second world war and she ended up buying these gold coins right and it was supposed to be like their inheritance, but her mother lost them at some point. Somebody, she either spent them or I think you think at first that she spent all the coins. Um, right. But it's more, she finds out that they were, they were stolen. And then she, she does, she ends up in the, the later on, she ends up in the body of her grandmother and the stuff where she's learning about her family and what they've been through and and what it's like to be them, that stuff was interesting. Um, the character of Alan, um, Charlie Barnett's character, um, it feels like they did not know what to do with him at all. He gets real short shrift in this. Right. He ends up in his mother's body. Um, no, is it his grandmother's body? Oh, I can't remember whether it was his mother or his grandmother's brother. But he ends up with his, um, I, I'm going to say mother, I think it might be grandmother, but he ends up in his mother's body and she was a um, a student, a, a Guyana student in um, 
Germany mm. during the um, the Berlin Wall period. Right. I think it's in the set. In, I think it's the sixties. So it must be his grandmother. Is his? I think it's his grandmother. So he ends up in his grandmother's body, and she's this German. Uh, she's this uh, Nigerian student or Ghanaian um, student in in Germany, and there's this sort of stuff with the her helping people get under tunneling under the wall and stuff. But it's so sort of incidental and it's like you it just feels like they couldn't quite decide what to do with him. So he gets really sort of sidelined in this in this season. Right. Um and I at the end of it, it was a case of I know she learned stuff about her family, but it felt very unsatisfactory. Mm-hmm. It felt like I not that I don't feel mm, I don't feel like I wasted my time watching it, but right, I but it's it not. certainly didn't enjoy. I mean, the good thing is, is that they're, they're short episodes. They're only half an hour long and they're only, um, I think it's six episodes per season. Right. Eight episodes per season. Okay. So it's not, yeah, so eight, it's not seven. a massive investment. So it's not, no, it's, 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 they're quite short, but the first one felt like they had a really good idea and they, they knew what they were doing and they had everything planned out. The second season feels like they they had a sort of idea, but they didn't quite know what they were doing with it. And like I said, the other the other main character, they felt like they just didn't know what to do with it at all. Um, I probably would honestly say just watch the first season. Right. And Does the first season not end with a cliffhanger? Not exactly. No. It, it sort of it hasn't it has an end where. It kind they of works on its own. Stuff out. They, okay. Yeah, they kind of sorted out what was happening. They've, you know, and it it feels like that was actually a good ending. They they could have ended it there, mm. and I think I I certainly would have been satisfied. It's it's it was fine. I think the second season you don't need. So I would say watch the first season by all means. Second season, I think only if you really want to. Yeah. Not, I think. Might, you might be better off leaving it. Hmm. Like I said, the thing is, is there are some great scenes in it. There's some really nice little touches when she's talking to her, the woman who sort of helped bring her up, um, Ruth, Ruth, the, the character of Ruth, who, who um, you know looked looked after her and and and, and was her mum's friend. Yeah. Her interactions with the younger version of her are really good. The stuff with Ruthie is, is really nice. But it just felt unnecessary. Yeah, that's a shame. So, yeah. Ah, well. I guess uh, stick with it's season a, one. <laughs> overall, not a great week for me, but... <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. Moonfall sounds I, I like think, it might be quite fun. <laughs> I think if, if, if I was to recommend one, it would probably be studio 666 i think yeah that it's... that looks like a lot of fun to be fair um <coughs> and, and obviously for me it would be the northman which is uh yeah. presumably according to uh, my friend out on friday streaming so definitely worth grabbing mm-hmm. um i know that also tomorrow but i don't know where um shin ultraman is releasing tomorrow but i don't know if it's only uh-huh. in japan i'm i'm hoping that i can get I you know guess would probably probably and then i'm like left with the because i know i'm gonna end up buying it Mm. i'm left with the issue of like do i just watch it in japanese because i could do that 
and I have done that before. But then, you know, you generally don't know what the fuck is going on. Um, <laughs> you know, but then there's part yeah. of me that's like, I really want to see this film and I will buy it when it comes over here. But um, so I don't know. But yeah, that's out tomorrow. And I also know that the uh, the Michelle Yeoh uh, movie is out tomorrow. Yes. Um, absolutely oh. Everywhere or whatever nice. it's called. Yep, I think I'm going to go see that. That looks like a much better multiverse yeah film um i was really hoping that would have been out this week because i would have liked to have done both next to each other as kind of uh you know multiverse movies um but that looks like a lot of fun so i'm really looking forward to seeing that um but is there anything else you wanted to talk about because i already know what we're reviewing next week which is nice it's not normal i discussed it or have you got a different idea no no i wasn't sure whether we completely Oh, oh, I don't mind. I, I don't mind if you've got different ideas. I'm, I'm open no, to it. Well, you tell me what you thought we were doing. and Oh, well, I, I thought we'd discussed uh, doing Smokey and the Bandit. Yes. But I, I'm not bothered. We could do something else. No, no, no. I, I, Smokey I, and the Bandit. There was, only, there was one other thing that I thought oh, what was the other thing? that you mentioned as well, which was um, Death Becomes Her. Oh, I definitely want to do that at some point. But... So, so Smokey and the Bandit is, yes. Yeah, Smokey and the Bandit. Bit of fun. Yeah. Bit of fun. Um, um, oh, uh, so yes, the uh, one thing we should uh, mention: um, Dennis Waterman. Oh yeah, passed away. Um, Seventy-four. Yeah, a massive talent. Uh, I love Dennis Waterman. I, yeah. as a kid, I absolutely loved Minder, mm-hmm. and I even watched New Tricks, like you know, in later. Yeah. In and he was in, you know, he was in uh, one of the Dracula movies. He was in Sweeney, you know, and. Uh, a really nice actor. I really, I really like Dennis Waterman. Yeah, I think he's tremendously talented, and uh, and like you, I mean, I I grew up with a lot of those things on UK Gold and whatever. Yeah. So uh, yeah, same. Really brilliant uh, actor. Fantastic. Uh, so shall we talk about the the new Doctor? Yeah. So uh, Shuti Gatwa, I think is yes. how you pronounce it, uh, has been cast as uh, the. 14th or indeterminate number of doctor incarnations that there now are presumably infinite incarnations who knows depends on who you can yeah well yes it's either i well yeah it's all very it was muddy when you had the war doctor but now it's even more muddy because apparently there were incarnations going back through Uh the history of the universe so nope the fucking isn't infinite number um so yeah so uh russell t davies um weird uh, i i was like this is bizarre that they've i i miss the days of the big announcement i used to like the big announcement thing i like the big announcement i mean i i, 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 I gather I like it when they did that tv show that was terrible oh the the that was matt smith wasn't the, it, when they did it the the TV Capal- show. that was the capaldi one wasn't it Oh, they did do one for matt smith where it was like a recap thing talking about the doctor and then at the end he was like hello yeah. Um, yeah. You mean the the one when it was like live audience and he yeah, came out that... and was like, "Oh, look, it's me." Oh, um, that was awful. But um, I, I gather that it was going to be leaked, so they just did it. Yeah, to, that's, to stop that's what it feels like, doesn't it? Um, but uh, yeah. So Rusty Davis said, he was, he, apparently he was cast in February. So yeah, he said he, he was cast in February and he's kept it quiet since then. Um, but they, I know they're filming this week, so I guess they they had to announce it pretty much mm, now yeah. anyway. Um, but Rusty Davies said that they, you know, he was the last audition, which is astounding. Mm. Uh, you know, to to come in that late when presumably everyone who is doing those castings is 
fed up has seen a million people and just yeah. wants to go home to to come in and impress like that is very impressive that's yeah. that's very good uh, like, i think he's a great actor actually from what i've seen of him i've seen some of sex education i i think yeah he's... i i did I've, I've seen the first season uh second season i lost me so i i, I kind of yeah i've not seen like i wouldn't say i've even seen a season i've seen a couple of episodes but he seems really good uh he's an accomplished yeah, he's, actor he's fine he's, he's, i'm he's... pretty excited to be honest i i'm a sucker for regeneration though i i'm always like yeah. i i always have that like you know i mean i'm gonna watch the regeneration just to see jody go yes there <laughs> there's, there's, there's some is... fraud freud going on there i mean the thing is i don't even like it's like i, I feel bad even saying that because i think like uh, like we discussed it's earlier jodie's a great her. actress she's a not great actress her, i Just will go her. to celebrate chibnall leaving as a fucking yeah. showrunner because he uh-huh. is dreadful and the writing has just been awful and he's even admitted now yeah like all of these things that people have been saying this whole time where where like people that defended it were like no there's a big plan there's a plan it's not like no he had no no idea what he was doing he was winging it which also would you admit to that well i i did think it's entirely possible that he's lying and that the the final episode that he's doing the centenary will actually sum up all these things and he just said it to kind of you know just remove from the fact i don't know though because it's made him seem like a complete moron um yep. and uh, if it's true that means we're not getting any answers in the centenary which is like okay great so you're not going to bother answering anything that you've set all up right. you're just going to leave that all dangling it was a mystery box all along um so really messy so i'm looking forward to to chibnall going uh i, st- I still feel really bad for for jodie whittaker to be honest i, I, I think she's a I, fine I, actress and i think if they'd given her decent scripts you probably could have done a really good job and pointers on how to play i mean well i i'm assuming that that comes down to direction as well yeah because they don't just i'm I'm guessing they don't you don't pick your doctor's personality as well surely that has to come down to the showrunner and the writers right to an extent or maybe it's like a collaborative process but i think it depends on who's who's playing the doctor because i think when you've got someone like tom baker it's very hard to direct tom baker to do anything but be tom baker very true but i i do feel at the same time you know they're they're casting is much more choiceful you know you 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 cast tom baker because you want tom baker right Mm -hmm. yeah um i think you know i think whereas jody has quite a lot of range as an actor so i I feel like she's she's been in some great stuff um but yeah it's the writing for me it's the writing she she was she was playing a terrible tenant knockoff yes yes just that fucking annoying thing it's the it's the annoying traits from tenant and matt smith yeah just rolled into one i hated the way she used the snow screwdriver like a wand Mm. i also i also this is this is a nitpick because this is not even close to the problems i have with with the writing of doctor who recently i i feel like i intrinsically hate anyone that uses the word fam oh like i don't that's that's like the most petty thing i could possibly say but it makes me cringe every time it's said it's horrendous uh no but the writing is because i think they didn't know what a female doctor should be just the doctor they it's not like you know i think they should have made her slightly more matriarchal Mm. you know what i mean like yeah a little more stern a little more you know i guess maybe you know my brain 
says oh, maybe if they would have picked some an, an, an actress with a bit more gravitas about her you know what i mean like well a, that was the problem older actress that well that was the problem we had as well wasn't it is that that part way through uh, season two or something we're introduced mm. to the other doctor ruth doctor yeah uh and she's way better like if That's we'd had her first. from the start she was That's she true. was way more like the doctor as soon as she's around you're like yeah i buy that you are the doctor you've yeah. got that kind of gravitas That's and that not kind good, of presence because um, i mean for the, the sides of it that character wasn't even supposed to be the doctor uh, no, uh, according to the article that Chip did for last, Doctor Who mag- magazine, they pulled last, it out of their ass, like, you know, a few days before. They like, were like, ah, or not the, days, but, you, you know. You really didn't know what you were fucking... You literally were making it up as you So were it was originally just an alien fugitive. And then yeah. at some point, according to this article, Chibnall just came along and went, huh, wouldn't it be funny Yeah, if we just shoehorn in this being another Doctor? Like, oh, I okay. Mean, I would be happy with her being a Doctor from another universe. Or a future Doctor. I've always yeah. said... I. Always, always said i always wanted a and like to this day i still want a multi-doctor story where the doctor meets the future incarnation Mm. that would be awesome that's a really cool thing that they've not done where it's like actually this is uh this is a version you've not seen yet it's the next regeneration that's a cool way to introduce them did you ever read any of the um the short trips books short trips no i didn't steps and stuff there are a couple of short stories where there's a doctor with um, frizzy ginger hair wearing an Afghan coat. Oh, nice. And there's a couple with that doctor in, and he's, you know, blatantly a future doctor. Yeah, that's cool. And See, I always like liked that. the idea of that. I love the idea Which of that. always made me laugh with, I don't know whether it was a conscious decision about the, am I ginger? Am I ginger? Yeah, maybe. They they uh, did, like, they did used to reference a lot of big finish and, and novelization stuff. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at... Um, uh eight which one eight no i was gonna say the the because they canonize pretty much all of the big finish stuff yeah eight short yeah um no i was thinking the the, um oh christ what's it called human behavior is it the one with the where um human nature human nature that's the one the one where he's um when he he uses the fob watch yeah yeah he becomes really good episode that's the seventh doctor story Yes, it is. Yes, I remember reading about that. Yeah, Which I somewhere. I, I've never read it, but I remember reading <laughs> that that was the case uh, back then. Um, it's not Ace. It's um... one of the other ones. <laughs> what is it, Ace? Fuck, I can't remember now. It's been a while since I read it. Feels like it would work very well with Ace, actually. Yeah. Oh fuck, I can't remember whether it's Ace or whether it's one of the later existence in books. In fact, I think it would work better with Ace than it would with Martha, because Ace is like the way Ace is, like well, Ace, by... Ace having to kind of like you know be the sensible one would be. By that well, by that point, Ace is the Dalek killer. She's the. Oh, okay. So it's, yeah, it's it's like future. She's future the Ace. jumpsuit wearing yeah, Dalek yeah. killer. By that point. Fair enough. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, the, the only thing that sort of bothers me about this casting is it's the it's the whole idea that immediate like when they they, they announced it mm. i looked i thought okay i've seen that guy i, I yeah know I, I think he's great he can act. Mm, yeah that's fine and then immediately at the baftas they ask him and the, the they pull out the inclusion and diversity and getting our message out there and it's like for fuck's sake just no don't fucking mention shit like that we just want to see him do a good job 
I, I just want some, uh, some the fact that he, well-written Doctor As they Who. say, he ticks, his, he ticks two boxes. It's like, I don't want to be thinking about the fact that he ticks two boxes. I just want him to play a good Doctor. Yeah, and I well, I think he will. I, I think he will. And, and the writing. I mean, the writers they've got now mm. have written some of the best Doctor Who. I didn't, of I modern didn't know who. what. I didn't know what. Uh, oh, I was looking up. One of the writers they've announced has like written some of the best of the revival stuff. Oh, okay. Um, so I think it's in pretty good hands. Well, that's, that's good because nothing um, writers they got for the last. Like, it's uh, been awful. Yeah, it's been dreadful. Terrible. Um, and this is kind of what we've always said as well. It is like that whole like you know, I I, I don't think there's anything uh, inherently bad in making something woke quote unquote woke as long as it's well written yeah if it's well written it's not a problem it's when you put that ahead of any logic or plot and you don't think about it because at yeah. that point it's almost insulting when you're just doing it it's almost a form of tokenization in itself when you do mm-hmm. when you're yeah. just when you're just thinking of race and you're not actually considering any nuance around it any any actual thought beyond hey you know, like you said, that ticks a box. If you're just box ticking, that that is offensive. Um, yeah. It should be well written, and if it's well written, I don't care. I mean, That's what I want. I just want it well written. I just want well written stories. Because Doctor Who, for us old people, Doctor <laughs> Who was always the show that looked like absolute shit because they had no budget. But yeah. the stories were always yeah. amazingly well written, and that's what got you through the episodes. Yeah. And I mean, now we're like in a universe let's, where let's it's all not flipped. Say all of the stories, but most of the stories. Well, not all of them, but most of them. Uh, but now it's flipped on its head, where we've got all the budget in the world, and it all looks amazing, but the writing's just awful. And Does that's it, a real though? shame. Because that last, that one of the ones that made me quit was the one with the was it the Earth and Earth or whatever it was. What was going on with the makeup in that one orphan the- earth is that the one when it's earth yeah the whole time and she <laughs> that's does that. terrible and orphan she does 50 that. 54 or something orphan, oh that's orphan it that's it something. yeah where she does that fucking speech at the end it's terrible like, the, the writing of that episode is really bad yeah. um the, really the, really bad the the thing that was basically what uh barf wasn't it she was she was like barf from yeah space balls yeah yeah, yeah. only worse it's it's almost line for line from a um a seventh doc the sixth doctor story i think actually as well the one, some of that uh, the one in the uh, from the trial of the time lords um yes uh what's it called it's the one with uh oh what's her name the one the the uh, the carry on actress yeah i can't think of stuff oh, i know who you mean i can Not picture her Jake's. um fuck what's her name I can't remember what her name is, but yeah, that one with the with the robot, the yeah, um, and the underground and stuff, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a writing issue that I have with Doctor Who more than anything else, and and I do think you know, Russell T Davies, fantastic showrunner, brought the show back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as I said to you, the, and a pretty good writer. I mean, to be honest, his writing's good. As I said to you earlier on, the thing that's always slightly bothered me, even though I love Rose. Yeah, I, we we, we definitely agree on this one. Was bringing out the Doctor's sexuality. Yes, it's, for for me, the Doctor should never have fallen in love with anyone. It yeah, was uh, it really annoyed me as well with Rose. I hated. I it. always felt the Doctor was above it. You know, like Time mm. Lords were kind of above that sort of attachment. They were. Yeah. They didn't. I mean, 
Well, they're a different species altogether. They're 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 a completely different species. And there 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 are many times where the doctor's like, "Yeah, we look alike, but we're nothing alike." Yeah, we're we're not. I mean, the same. I even, I've always questioned whether um, Susan's really his granddaughter. I mean, we, there's never really any evidence that says either way. Well, whether... yeah, it's it's never stated whether she's adopted or whether she's actually his granddaughter. Yeah. Um, so, I I kind of always thought she's probably not. He's real. I mean, there's, there's, there's. Well, and and also, I mean, like early Doctor Who that was she's not human yeah. because of her intelligence and yeah. what she knows, or at least she's a human from the future. Yeah, if, yeah. But it's never really stated. Well, and early I mean, days Doctor Who. I mean, the Doctor only had one heart, and you know things like that. Yeah. A lot of things like developed by the time we get to you know the second uh, with Troughton and stuff. It kind of mm. we start falling That's into the again. you know. And I think that's that's one of those things. Annoying again. It's one of those annoying things that people keep saying about. Oh, this new, the, oh, the the the, the doctors, the history of the stuff's changed over the years. It's like, yeah, they've been. It's been initially, initially it's been added to and changed slight and changed here and there, but never straight out fucking overwritten. No, and and also, I I do think that if you're gonna go that extreme with a rewrite, you you really need to put the the time and effort into writing something amazing to pay that off. And the fact that, <laughs> according to his own words, he just didn't bother having an answer to any of it and just pulled it out of his ass. Yeah, the articles online, if you want to read it, is people have posted it. Uh, yeah. In fact, I think it caused a bit of an uproar online. Um, yeah, because he's clearly a fuckwit. <laughs> Especially because, like, back in the day, there's that footage of him criticizing Blacking Doctor off. Who. And it's like, dude, yeah. <laughs> dude, you are the worst. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm, I'm, I am hopeful. I, I think Shooty seems like a really good actor. I'm excited again, mm-hmm. but I'm also kind of cautious. Uh, yeah. I'm cautiously optimistic now. I mean, it's just um, the, the, you know, the, the state of where we are right now just makes us all roll our eyes whenever somebody says stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, and that oh, again, oh, that's BBC speak, though, as well, isn't it? Yeah. There's, there's an element of that. It um, is. But I, I do think this this has all the potential in the world, and we'll see what they do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the thing is, is there's so many people. I, I mean, I think, I think, to be honest, well, unless they get rid of that whole fucking timeless child shit, I don't. I have, back. I have a feeling. I don't want to come back unless they get rid of that. I have a feeling they're just going to sidestep it. That's what I think they'll do. Yeah, I, I I think they'll do like like they did with initially with the time war where it's like oh stuff happened and you yeah. know and 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 the eighth doctor the for a long time happened. the eighth the doctor for a long time was like yeah did it happen did it not who knows Ooh. Uh, yeah. I I think they might do that but I know there are a lot of fans that have like basically said nope I I know friend what you said to me you weren't you know until they undo that you're you're done it's um, it's it would it, 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 I just can't do it you know it's no just... that's fair I mean I, I I know my brain works the same way with a lot of things where I'm like well you've ruined it I like Star Wars mm-hmm. I'm like it, it to me. Uh, I, I've still not watched season two of The Mandalorian. Uh, I've seen the scene where Luke comes back, right? Yeah. I've seen it, and it's awesome. It's a really good scene. It's a great scene. It's a great scene. But I still know where Luke ends up because, in continuity, I... you have made him end up on that planet drinking alien tit milk. Yeah, and I... that to me is like it doesn't matter how awesome you make him because he was awesome in the original trilogy. But the character is fundamentally broken by the end, and I have no interest. I think the the good thing now that I've come to yeah. is that I just don't 
consider those movies. You know, anything after Yeah, that's that, fair. I mean, that's, that's Highlander that logic. Just doesn't exist yeah. to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's the same with Star Trek. The, the Star Trek one is even easier because you just go, but that's not our universe. Yeah, I mean Star Trek. That's yeah. not Star. That's that's not the Star Trek universe. That's mm. the Kelvin timeline. That's that. Yeah. You just keep that over there, and I don't mm-hmm. have to fucking touch it. There's a, the, the thing. The thing with Star Trek and and with with all of these properties, really. I mean, not so much Star Wars, although now we're getting there. Um, you know, with Star Trek, there's so much Star Trek that it's like it, it's fine. I don't need any new Star Trek anyway. Mm. So if it's bad, like. You know, yeah. Picard season two. I, I just won't watch it. It's fine. I don't care. I've got, I've yeah. got like, I, I don't, know, I don't know how many hours I've got up there on DVD of Star Trek between like. Oh, I mean, well, I mean, I mean you, I've got everything up until yeah, like, you know, up until Discovery basically. Yeah, so, I mean, you, or the you movies. Say the same thing about Doctor Who. I mean, you've got sixty years of. Yeah, exactly. So, but that, so that's the thing. Even if Doctor Who becomes terrible, I'll, I'll still be like, well, I've, I've still got the original yeah, DVDs. You just, basically, you just fine. have to get a conscious effort to go yeah was the last doctor Mm -hmm. his doctor Um, died and didn't regenerate i mean even capaldi the writing and a lot of the capaldi stuff i mean capaldi held it because he's such a good actor but the writing is terrible um again so i'm I'm really hoping that not only do we get a new doctor i'm always excited about regeneration but i'm really hopeful we get back to some decent writing and some decent stories um and i'll be happy uh, I, I always knew from the moment they announced that Russell was coming back, I was like, ah, you got me. You got me back for at least one or two episodes. You know, you, you've definitely piqued my interest enough. Um, it, it, yeah, it, 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 I, I'm, like and I'm I said, also I'm, kind of happy because we've now got Sony investing in it. Mm-hmm. I, I do feel like it might be really high budget looking good, you know, uh, solid. Yeah, it, it, I, I that makes yeah that point makes me hopeful and there are bits that make me think i kind of feel like with the state that the bbc's in the further it gets divorced from them the better i know obviously it's still technically bbc uh but being being shipped out to bad wolf and with bad wolf now being owned by sony it's effectively Mm -hmm. a sony made project yeah i feel like we might get some decent stuff for me though the worst thing i can do is get hopeful uh, true i i don't i, I, don't I mean yeah wanna, i don't want to be hopeful only to turn it for it to turn out to be sure i, I another pile that. of shit you know that. what i mean hey if you want me to be the canary in the mine i will, yeah, oh, God, I, yeah. will I will do that for you yeah well i'm gonna i'm gonna watch the regeneration <laughs> episode just because it's gonna be a regeneration. the end of chibnall yeah and it's a regeneration yeah yeah um but whether I watch past and that, presumably don't. because they've announced Shooty, I think there's a good chance we'll actually get to see that regeneration and we'll get to see Shooty. Yeah, at least for a scene because that's been the tradition is that the new director comes in, the new showrunner comes in to do that scene. So that'll be interesting. I saw articles that saying that were saying it's not fair that they've announced his Doctor when Jody isn't finished. Uh, they've always done that. But that's how it's always. They've literally done that since the show's. Actually, yeah. no, they've always done that. They've, they've, yeah. they, because they announced even back in the classic era, they always announced the next Doctor mm-hmm. ahead of the last Doctor. Like that's, yeah. that's always been a thing, and it's never been a disservice to any of the other ones. No. Did you did you feel that Matt Smith being announced shit all over David Tennant's run? I don't think it did. 
I didn't think it took I, anything away from well, the return. Well, by the time we get to the end of Tenant's run, I was I was fucking over him anyway. Well, no, that that aside, like yeah. it didn't diminish. No, of course David it didn't. Tennant's doctor. Of course it didn't. Neither he did Capaldi's. Did yeah, well, he didn't. I guess that no, again. Just... And again, that was Russell. So, yeah, you know, um, I, the, the the that his regeneration to this day still <laughs> infuriates me. The only bit I like is there's a there's a line from uh, Matt Smith's doctor in an episode of Sarah Jane Adventures, which I really liked, where he meets up with Joe again, mm. and Joe's talking about how when she left she always thought he he said he'd return for her and he said he'd, he'd like see her again and mm. she's really upset that he never did and and he says that during his last regeneration he went back and saw all of his companions so yeah. it wasn't just the new who companions he went back and saw every single one of them yeah. to see how they were getting on and which, i thought that was which, quite nice which makes it even more infuriating i don't know I, there's something quite nice about it i kind of like no what no what but that's the thing that's that's what pisses me off about his regeneration is that no other doctor got that oh no no other doctor no, no, got to never. Say goodbye to anybody they almost all get a pretty quick you know you're du- you're, you're over you know you fall from a telescope that's it you <laughs> you know you yep. You get poisoned by a spider. That's it. You know, yeah. you, he doesn't you, get. A you heroically cure your friend instead of yourself. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. You. You. Two poisons, isn't it? I mean, he's been poisoned yeah. that. Oh, that. Um, that's 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 a a top tier Doctor Who episode. Oh, that's why. That's my favorite. The, ca- the caves. It is hard to argue Caves of Androzani. I, I. I will say for me, I. I still personally have a love for pyramids of mars that might just still mars. tip it i love there's the something pyramid about pyramids of mars that i love so silly. much. oh yeah the, it's very silly the the, the 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 um the test thing is awful but yeah you know it's still fucking awesome i love i love pyramids of mars sutek is one of my favorite yeah, sutek is like ah oh, that's a villain they need to bring back i, I love Su-tech. yeah i'm always surprised that they've never brought back Su-tech. yeah me too i there are some apparently there are some villains they don't have the rights to so i guess it depends which on the... yeah that makes sense if they don't have the rights to Su-tech. it might be it might be that sutek's one of them because i think omega's one of them as well Oh really? Weirdly, I, I'm sure I read that somewhere. Because um, uh, I always thought Omega's an obvious one to bring back as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm. I'm yeah, so, oh, sorry, uh, so yeah, we were saying about the regeneration. His regeneration when he gets he oh, gets tenant. yeah 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 he gets the he gets to go to see all those people that he was with, and then at the end he's still like. Christ, I don't want to go. Yeah, see that that was the thing for it. That it's was like, the thing, wasn't it? It's like you've been given this wonderful opportunity. You've gone yeah. back and seen all your companions. Just go with dignity. It's go um, with, yeah, exactly. You you had the like one of the best opportunities for a doctor's send off, and you then blub about it like some. Well, and, and again, that was that was Russell's choice, I think. Yeah, I think, yeah. He well, apparently he did loads of takes of that in different ways that mm. line because there's nothing necessarily wrong with the line because he could have said it like in a fun way you know yeah. like oh i don't want to go you know like that would have been fine it would have been like very doc it would have been very david Tennant's doctor to kind of act like that and kind of you know as a kind of quip just a slight it's a shame i have to go you know yeah. that yeah just, just a different wording a different way of, of delivering it but that to this day infuriates me mm. i could not watch a tenant episode for a long time after that <laughs> and that's just me being petty i know yeah but... yeah i i liked uh some of the stories or the idea of the stories leading up to his regeneration though 
the, the, the when he starts one. really being an asshole and going yeah, too far. And... And I think there was there were some nice bits in there. There were some awful yeah. episodes, but there was some I... nice idea of him like you've gone too far, like the you're end, going too far. The end of um, is it Waters of Mars? Yeah, the end of that when she he's when she like, basically is like saved you, I've saved you, and all that. Yeah. Sort of stuff. And she just goes in and fucking shoots herself. It's like, yeah. fuck hell, that, that That's was awesome. Good. Yeah, really good. Really good. But yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm happy to be the canary for you, man, down in the mines. I'll give yeah. it a watch and let you know yeah, <laughs> if, yeah. if you don't want to. Although I feel like you'll probably watch the first episode anyway, just see what happens. But... Yeah, I'll, I'm willing to give it a go. I just. So are we going to, um, if if we're watching it, mm. are we, are we going to do a review of the centenary special? Oh, Since God. we will have both well, seen it, I mean, if we're both watching, well, it, like it's inevitable, uh, right? Yeah. So we'll see. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, cautiously optimistic for the future of Doctor Who. Uh, can't say the same about Star Trek, from what I'm hearing. Um, no. So there we go. But no. um, but great. anyway, the, my DVDs still work, so it's all good. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but yes, yeah, so next time, I believe we are going to be covering Smokey and the Bandit um because you know we like to do mix it up a bit we did double nosferatu last time so we're gonna yeah. we're gonna do something a bit more light i didn't realize until later we didn't actually mention shadow of the vampire uh it was a it was an intense we did the thing is we did mention it before we started recording yeah <laughs> uh and sometimes that bleeds in where i think i've said something and then i'm listening back and i'm like oh no that was the conversation after we stopped or before yeah. we fit before we started um yeah. but it was quite intense going I mean, back and forth between to, really but yeah it was the it was the jumping back and forth between the two it was quite intense that yeah i'm quite pleased with that episode though i think that came out remarkably well considering we were jumping back and forth yeah i think i think we did all right i think we did okay but uh yes so next time Smokey and the bandit but until then stay safe take care watch the northman and uh we will catch you next time